0: Alright, so we are continuing Canto 9, Chapter 10. This is called the Pastimes Times of La- Ram Chandra. Uh, we were talking about the story of Sri Ram. So we will continue from there. We had left at uh, twenty-five. Uh, 25th verse is where Mandodari and everybody is out over there trying to, you know, they are crying and they are saying words to Sri Ram. So we will continue from there. So this is uh, text 26, chapter 10, from the canto 9, the pastimes of Lord Ramchandran. O my lord, O master, you epitomized trouble for others, and therefore you are called Ravana. But now that you have been defeated, we are also defeated. But without you, the state of Lanka has been conquered by the enemy. To whom will it go for shelter? O greatly unfortunate one! You came under the influence of a lusty desire and therefore you could not understand the influence of Mother Sita. Now because of her curse you have been reduced to this state, having been killed by Lord Ramchandra. So Mandudari and all the other ladies who are there, they are talking to they are basically talking in the air because Ravana is dead by then. And because Ravana is dead, so they are saying that you know you should not have done this kind of a thing to a woman. That is Sita. And because of her curse, you are now under this kind of a problem where your entire state has been reduced to shambles. Oh, pleasure of the Rakshasa dynasty. Because of you, the state of Lanka has, and also we ourselves now have no protector. But your deeds, you have made your body fit to be eaten by vultures and your soul fit to go to hell. Mm. Shisugdeva Goswami said, Vibhishana, The pious brother of Ravana and the devotee of Lord Ramchandra received approval from Lord Ramchandra, the king of Kosala. Then he performed the prescribed funeral ceremonies for his family members to save them from part to hell. So, Vibhishan has now taken charge. Vibhishan is the brother of Ravan, But he is the sattva type of person who is following Sri Ram. So what happens? He is told to perform the last rites of the entire people, those who have died from his family. Thereafter Lord Ramchandra found Sita Devi sitting in a small cottage below the tree named Simsapa in a forest of Ashoka trees. She was lean and thin being aggrieved because of separation from him. So she is sitting over there under the tree, Sita, Sita, Sita is sitting over there and there is a clump of Ashoka trees. Ashoka trees are the long trees that you see. Uh, in India, you know, in, uh, they are lining the uh, two sides of a road. So these are the Ashoka trees, and in that there is a one Ashok one, as we call it. There is a tree below which she is sitting, and she is completely desolate. She is very thin, and she's is, she is crying for her husband. Seeing his wife in that condition, Lord Ramchandra was very compassionate. When Ram Lord when Ram uh, Lord Ramchandra came before her, she was exceedingly happy to see her beloved. And her lotus-like mouth showed her joy. After giving Vibhishana the power to rule the Rakshasa population of Lanka in the duration of one kalpa, Lord Ramchandra, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, placed Sita Devi on an airplane decorated with flowers and then got on the plane himself. The period for his living in the forest having ended, the Lord returned to Ayodhya, accompanied by Hanuman, Sugriva and his brother Lakshman. So now after finishing the war over there, what do these people do? They get into the plane and then they are flying back to Ayodhya. (coughs) And his period of exile is also over. That's the exile that he had gone out to. When Lord Ramchandra returned to his capital Ayodhya, he was greeted on the road by princely order, who showered his body with beautiful fragrant flowers, while great personalities like Lord Brahma and other demigods glorified the activities of the Lord in great jubilation. Upon reaching Ayodhya, Lord Ramchandra heard that his, in his absence, his brother Bharata was eating barley cooked in the urine of a cow, covered his body with the bark of a tree, wearing matted locks of hair, and lying on a mattress of kusa. The most merciful Lord very much lamented this. So, Bharata, you know, who was supposed to be the king of that place in his absence, if you remember, Kaikeyi was a person who had said, you know, that my son should become the king, and Bharata is, has supposed to have taken over the kingdom, but unfortunately for Kaikeyi, he is not. He is living more like a pauper. Um, Basically, he is given up on all his uh, princely attires and all that. and He is ruling the kingdom like a poor person. He has kept the brother's sandals on top of the throne. It is a very terrible condition. When Lord Bharata... Understood that Lord Ramchandra was returning to the capital Ayodhya, he immediately took upon his own head Lord Ramchandra's wooden shoes and came out from his camp at Nandigram. When Lord Bharata was accompanied by ministers, priests, and other respectable citizens, by professional musicians vibrating pleasing musical sounds, and by learned brahmanas loudly chanting Vedic hymns, <laughs> following in the process procession were chariots drawn by beautiful horses with harnesses of golden rope. These chariots were decorated by flags with golden embroidery and with other flags of various sizes and patterns. There were soldiers bedecked with golden armor, servants bearing betel nut, and many well known and beautiful prostitutes. Many servants followed on foot, bearing an umbrella, vests, different grades of precious metal, and other paraphernalia befitting a royal reception. Accompanied in this way, Lord Bharata, his heart softened in ecstasy and his eyes full of tears. Approached Lord Ramchandra and fell at his lotus feet with great ecstatic love. So, Lord Ramchandra is being welcomed in the city by this beautiful kind of a celebration. After offering the wooden shoes before Lord Ramchandra, Lord Bharata stood with folded hands, his eyes full of tears, with Lord Ramchandra bathed, and Lord Ramchandra bathed Bharata with tears while embracing him with both arms for a long time. Accompanied by Mother Sita and Lakshmana, Lord Ramchandra then offered his respectful obeisance unto the learned brahmanas and the elderly persons in the family and all the citizens of Ayodhya offered their respectful obeisance unto the Lord. So, he is come back and everybody is in praise of him and he is visiting and meeting everybody. The citizens of Ayodhya, upon seeing their king return after a long absence, offered him flower garlands, waved their upper cloth and danced with great jubilation. O king, Lord Bharata carried Lord Ramchandra's wooden shoes. Sugriva and Vibhishana carried a whisk. Sugriva, Vibhishana is also there by the way. Vibhishana is a person who was supposed to have taken uh, Lanka over as a king, isn't it? He has been appointed a, a king by Ram. But he's come over here for the coronation. <coughs> and an excellent fan. Hanuman carried a white umbrella. Shatrughna carried a bow and two quivers, and Sita Devi carried a water pot filled with water from the holy places. Angada carried a sword, and Jambavan, king of the Rakshasas, carried a golden shield. Now Jambavan is the same person whom we are going to meet in Krishna Avatar. Okay, his daughter's name is Jambavati. Now this is in the second yoga. Second yoga. Okay, it's Chatreta. After that we can have Gapara that's the next Yuga after that. So, in the next Yuga, maybe a uh, thousand years later, what? <clears throat> O King Parikshit, as the Lord sat on his airplane of flowers with women offering him prayers and reciting, reciters chanted about his characteristics. He appeared like a moon with the stars and the planets. Thereafter having been welcomed by his brother Bharata, Lord Ramchandra entered the city of Ayodhya in the midst of a festival. When he entered the palace, he offered obeisance to all the mothers including Kaikai and other wives of Maharaj Dashrat and especially his own mother Chuk Kaushalya. Kaikai is the person who was responsible for he going into the exile for 14 years. Remember, but he goes and wishes her well. He also offered obeisance to the spiritual preceptors like Vashishta. Friends of his own age and younger friends worshipped him. And he returned their respectful obeisance as did Lakshmana and the mother Sita. In this way they all entered the palace. So Muni is also over there at that point in time. So he entered the palace by greeting everybody on the way. Upon seeing their son, the master, the mothers of Laksh, Ram, Lakshman, Bharata and Satrugana immediately arose. Like unconscious bodies returning to consciousness, the mother placed their sons on their lap and bathed them with the tears. Thus relieving themselves from the glory of long separation. The family priest or spiritual master, Vasishtha, had Lord Ramchandra cleanly shaved, freeing him from his matted locks on the hair. Then, with the cooperation of the elderly members of the family, he performed the bathing ceremony, Abhishek, for Lord Ramchandra with the water of the four seas and with other substances, just as it was performed for King Indra. So, what happens? Sri Ram is come back with matted hairs. Why? No barber, huh? (laughs) No, that is because See, when you go on these kind of, uh, uh, what do you call them, Um, journeys, you know, for 14 years, naturally, matted hair is a part of a renunciate as well. You actually become a renunciate. You will find that one of the greatest uh, entities called Shiva has a lot of matted hair. Now, the matted hair has to be shown. You have to remove them because you are coming back into the material world. Shri Ram has come back to the material world. And that is the reason why he is being now performed Abhisheka. So that he has got cleaned and all that. Lord Ramchandra fully bathed and his head clean shaven. Dressed himself very nicely and was decorated with garlands and ornaments. Thus he is shown brightly surrounded by his brothers and wife who were similarly dressed and ornamented. The, The significance of this is, very simply this you will find that matted hair talks about going into the forest and living over there in that particular fashion more like a a forest dweller and when you come to the city all your hair is shaved off shaving by itself talks about renunciation by the way Okay. in case of Sri Ram he is more like a liberated person so he also has to have his hair cleaned off <coughs> okay so okay lord ramchandra fully bathed and his head clean shaved dressed himself very nicely and was decorated with garlands and ornaments thus he shown brightly surrounded by his brothers and wife who were similarly dressed and ornamented being pleased by the full surrender and submission of lord bharata lord ramchandra then accepted the throne of the state he cared for the citizens exactly like a father and the citizens, being fully engaged in the occupational duties of Varana and Ashrama, accepted him as their father. Today is Father's Day <laughs> in this part of the world. <laughs> it will be for you tomorrow. <laughs> Lord Ramchandra became king during Treta Yuga, but because of his good government, the age was like Satya Yuga. Everyone was religious and completely happy. If you remember, I was telling you, Satyuga, everybody is in the path of Sattva. They are basically liberated people, everything is hunky-dory, everything is so beautiful and all that. There is no evil in that place. So, Lord Ramchandra is ruling Ayodhya and everything becomes perfect and fine over there. O Maharaj Pariksit, best of the Bharata dynasty. During the reign of Lord Ramchandra, the forests, the rivers, the hills, the mountains, the states. The Seven Islands and the Seven Seas were all favourable in supplying the necessities of life for all living beings. That means the entire universe was also hale and hearty, everything was going on quite fine. Alright, so there was nothing wrong going on. When Lord Ramchandra the Supreme Personality of Godhead was the king of this world, all bodily and mental sufferings, disease, old age, bereavement, lamentation, distress, fear and fatigue were completely absent. There was even no death for those who did not want it. Lord Ramchandra took a vow to accept only one wife and have no connection with any other woman. He was a saintly king and everything in his character was good, untinged by qualities like anger. He taught good behavior for everyone, especially for householders in terms of Varnashram Dharma. Thus, he taught the general public by his personal activities. So, here the emphasis, if you recollect, you know, in uh, though we are doing multiple avatars, you will find it in this particular avatar only that he takes one wife. That is Sita. Whereas in all other avatars he has got multiple wives. So <laughs> that is you can he was allowed to do all these kind of things. Alright. So in this he has taken a wow. Mother Sita was very submissive, faithful, shy and chaste, always understanding the attitude of her husband. Thus by her character and her love and service, she completely attracted the mind of the Lord. So, we have come to the end of the chapter. So, we will continue Chapter 11, Lord Ramchandra rules the world. <coughs> this is Chapter 11, Canto 9, Lord Ramchandra rules the world. Sukhdeva Goswami said, Thereafter, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Ramchandra, accepted as Acharya, and performed sacrifices with opulent paraphernalia. Thus, he himself worshipped himself, For he is the supreme lord of all the demigods. So what do you mean by that? So this is worshipping himself by himself means. Imagine Krishna is putting his own image in front of himself and praying to Krishna. How does that sound like? Or imagine Jesus putting his own image in front of himself and praying to it. Very simply it translates into this that though in this particular avatar he is the son of God Yet he is God Himself. So, being God Himself, you pray to your own being, praying to your own self. That is the most important thing for every human being to understand: that you are the same Lord Ramchandra, you are the same Jesus, you are everybody who is supposed to be, uh, you know, divine. But the moment this knowledge comes to you, that is that is the reason why it is called self-realization, knowing yourself. The moment you know yourself, you will start. Praying to yourself, everything that God has given to you through this body is a part of God itself. You know, what do we do otherwise in our normal life? We deride ourselves. Yesterday I read one verse, you know you are your own best friend or your own worst enemy. So, if you if you are going to deride yourself every now and then, and keep on cribbing, you know, I don't know this, I don't know that, this is not possible, that is not possible, what are you doing actually? You are saying that you are worse than an ant, or worse than a cockroach. You can't lift mountains, you can't do this, you cannot do that. No, capabilities are in every human being, because you are an extension of the Divine Lord Himself. So, if you are that, why do you always say that I can't do this and I can't do that Everything is possible absolutely everything is possible. Yesterday we had gone to a bookshop and there we were I was seeing through some of these beautiful books written by some very beautiful people. Uh, there was Anthony Robbins there was you know Steve Jobs book there were many books over there there were so many books written about Warren Buffet so the one question that was asked was these people, those who have written the books okay, they are just authors they cannot become Warren Buffets of this world they cannot become Steve Jobs of this world then why should we read about these people who have written about these big people so the answer is very simple that everybody has the right place wherever they are. The authors are going to be authors. And you are picking up the book because they are authors. Okay. By the way, let me assure you this much. You are picking up the book because they are authors. If there was no book, how would you know about these people? If this book called the Bhagavatam is not there in this world, how will you know about Sri Ram? You got the answer? So everybody is perfect in their places. And the author himself is a great person. If that great person is not there, he cannot talk about the other great person, isn't it? So we have to always give credit to our own capabilities and our own inner being. We are great and we form a you know, a very very important piece in the whole puzzle of this universe. Think about it. I mean, I know many people will have no power to think like this. But let me give you an example. Just imagine, I remove one piece from the entire block. There is a big bridge. Okay? And I remove one small piece from the entire bridge. What is going to happen? Right? The whole thing may collapse. Those who have seen the multiple pictures of 9-11. You have seen the 9-11 many a times, I think, you know. Just imagine, the aeroplane is tiny. It's not as big as the building. It goes inside a building and then the entire building is reduced to a rubble. Hundreds of stories. And that's job of that one pilot who went and drove the plane into that place. Can you imagine that happening? Now today we may say, you know, there is this one white boy who has gone and killed some nine people, Charleston. Now you may say, that is a minor incident. I am sorry, it is not a minor incident. It could be the start of a major incident. So we don't know. Now you may think that you are absolutely a nobody, non-entity. You know, non-entity. But you are a part of this entire universe. Think about it. Now, from you, your fourth generation would be the ruler of this world, let us say. Means you have a son and the son has another son or maybe a daughter and the daughter has another daughter. Fourth generation down and she is supposed to be the ruler of this universe. If you are not there, how will that great-great-grandchild come into existence? Do you get what I'm saying? If you are not there, that particular entity will never exist. So the importance is very much there. So let us not get into this key, you know, I am I am nothing or I am nobody. When a person says I am nobody, I don't know what to do, everybody is treating me like you know shit. Okay, yesterday we said no shit word is used in this, so I think I can use it in my satsang also. So, <laughs> so everybody treats me like that. They don't care for me, nobody cares for me, you know, all that self-flagellation, you know. You know, you have seen in India, they take that long chabuk and do attack fatak like that. <laughs> we have people in our world who who love to do this to themselves. They are called martyrs. Okay, so martyrs are there in this world. They will say, you know, I will do this. I do. No, you have to know that if you are not there, there is a huge world out there which doesn't exist. So you form a very big piece in that, uh, you form a maybe small piece in the very huge puzzle. You know, you have seen those uh, puzzles. You keep them like this and you remove one piece from there. See what happens. The whole puzzle falls down. (laughs) Or if, if there is a building blocks, you know, building blocks... You remove one building block, see what happens. The whole building falls down. (coughs) Last, uh, about two months back, I was explaining to you this beautiful bridge made by Leonardo da Vinci. The bridge has been made in such a way that even if I remove one piece from the middle, the bridge doesn't exist. So our importance is there. That is why we have to give the God in us a very big Credit, You know, because of the God in us, we are able to do so many things and we form a very big part of this, you know, a small part of this big puzzle. And let us give it the credit and never deride ourselves. Don't keep on saying, Mere se ye nahi hota, wo nahi hota, sab ho sakta hai. Poshish karna zaruri hai. Yesterday also we did that line in which I said, "No." Self effort is the most important thing. Stop cribbing and crying and saying, I can't do. You can do everything. I mean yesterday when Chitti sent me that entire newsletter, I was surprised, I was very happy to see that a thinking process has started, you know, which is really brilliant. So, yeah, you can do that. You can do really something really spectacular like that. Sukhdeva Goswami said thereafter, the Supreme Personality of God and Lord Ramchandra, accepted an Acharya and performed sacri- sacrifices, Yagya with the opulent paraphernalia. He himself worshipped himself and he is the supreme lord of all the demigods. Lord Ramchandra gave the entire east to the Hota priest, the entire south to the Brahma priest, the west to the Adharvayu priest, and the north to the Udgata priest. The reciter of the Samved. in this way he donated his kingdom. When you perform the yagya, there are east, west, north and south there are four different entrances to the yajna so offering these kind of things to the priest simply translates into that you are a titular head of that place you just uh, like we have an elected prime minister you know in India similarly an, an, uh, um, um, president of America how it is, he is elected by the electoral college exactly like that so he himself becomes the Person in charge of this, that country, Ayodhya. After thus giving everything in charity to the Brahmanas, Lord Ramchandra retained only his personal garments and ornaments, and similarly, the Queen Mother Sita was left with only her nose ring and nothing else. <coughs> oh, sorry. Thereafter, thinking that because the Brahmanas have no material desires, they should possess the entire world. Lord Ramchandra delivered the land between the east west north and south to the acharyas so there is in between land also this so is northeast northwest like that you know southeast southwest the land in between that is also given away and after thus giving everything in charity to the brahmanas lord ramchandra retained only his personal garments and ornaments and similarly the queen mother sita was left with only a nose ring and nothing else all the brahmanas who were engaged in the various activities of the sacrifice were very pleased with lord ramchandra who was greatly affectionate and favorable to the brahmanas. Thus with melted hearts, they returned to the, the all the property received from him and spoke as follows. O Lord, you are the master of the entire universe. What have you not given to us? You have entered the core of our heart and dissipated the darkness of our ignorance by your effulgence. This is a supreme gift. We do not need material donations. So the priests were also very kindly. They also said, we don't need any kind of donations or any kind of you know gift from you all this land belongs to you alone you can have it back O Lord you are the supreme personality of Godhead who have accepted the Brahmanas as your worshipable deity your knowledge and memory are never dis- disturbed by anxiety you are the chief of all the famous persons within the world and your lotus feet are worshipped by the sages who are beyond the jurisdiction of punishment O Lord Ramchandra, let us offer our respectful obeisance unto you Yukadev Goswami continued, once while Lord Ramchandra was walking at night incognito, hiding himself by a disguise to find out the people's opinion of himself. He heard a man speaking unfavorably about his wife Sita Devi. So, now he has taken over the kingdom. After that, every day he would go incognito in this world. The reason is you have to know. Many a times we do not understand what goes on in the minds of other people, isn't it? though when you become a very big person you really don't care about the small people anymore this happens in most of the times Uh, like say for example if uh, let us say you are used to eating in a very fancy location suppose you are used to eating in all the five star hotels then you forget that Darshan is over there isn't it you don't remember the Darshanis you always want to go in the five star hotels it's the same thing when you travel only by air, you forget that there is a local form of transport called the bus, or maybe walking by itself. You don't want to do that. So you forget. So it is very, very important that you should know in in your entire life what does everybody think? Are you doing the right thing or no? So knowing that is very, very important. There was a very there was a very beautiful story called The Prince and the Pauper. It's exactly like that. Sri Ram is gone to the a kingdom incognito, so that nobody recognizes him, to find out. So at one place he finds out that a man is speaking very badly about his wife Sita. Speaking to his unchaste wife, the man said, the man is saying something to his unchaste wife. You go to another man's house and therefore you are unchaste and polluted. I shall not maintain you anymore. A henpecked husband like Lord Ram may accept a wife like Sita who went to another man's house. But I am not henpecked like him and therefore I shall not accept you again. So it is something which uh, that man is talking about. See remember these are these are these yugas is different than uh, today's yugas. Okay so we are talking about a yuga where a man is talking to his wife like this. Today you can't talk like that. Today you will not be allowed to talk like that by the way. Because this is the Kali Yuga, it's the beginning of the Kali Yuga and in Kali Yuga you cannot speak these kind of words. You don't have the rights. Why you don't have the rights? Because you are not allowed. Otherwise, Tannu Ved's Manu part 2 will never happen. Understand this. (laughs) So, in today's day and age, Tannu Ved's Manu part 2, it is not Mannu Ved's Tannu by the way. In ancient time it was Ram wedding Srita and now it is Sita wedding Ram. It's a different story. She will she will look at him with, you know, binoculars. Kya kar ah, When I was not there, what were you doing? Ah? She will ask that question. So this is a Yuga which is completely different than that yoga. So we are doing a story which is of a different yoga. I'm not condemning anybody. I am neither condemning Ram over there at that time, or Sita over there, or I am not condemning Tanu or Mannu, nobody. It is the age, which is very very important. The age, you know. Again, when I say the age, also means a Yuga. Age also means a age. Age, you know. Hamari Umar. When a young boy and a young girl at the age of 13, 14 and all, they have got all weird ideas. Alright exploration everybody wants exploration and then getting into all kinds of activities after that so that is the reason why you will find that the yuga is different so when sri Ram hears this man talking to his wife like this you know you are gone to this man's house so i will not accept you so there is a big problem there Sukdev goswami said Men with poor fund of knowledge and a heinous character speak nonsensically. Fearing such rascals, Lord Ramchandra abandoned his wife Sita Devi. Although she was pregnant, this Sita Devi went to the ashrama of Valmiki Muni. So, here, Shukdev Goswami is condemning it. He is not saying that he has done the right thing. He is saying that whatever that man was talking was bullshit and nonsense. But hearing those words, Sri Ram let his wife go into the jungles and she is now with Valmiki Muni. When the time came, the pregnant mother Sita Devi gave birth to twin sons later celebrated as Love and Kush. The ritualistic ceremonies for their birth were performed by Valmiki Muni. O Maharaj Parikshit, Lord Lakshmana had two sons named Angara and Chitraketu. And Lord Bharata also had two sons named Taksha and Pushkala. So now All the brothers, they are married, they have their wives. Shatrugana had two sons named Subahu and Srutasena. When Lord Bharata went to conquer all directions, he had to kill many millions of Gandharvas, who were generally pretenders. Taking all their wealth, he offered it to Lord Ramchandra. Shatrugana also killed a Rakshasa named Lavana, who had a son named Madhurakshasa. Thus he established a great forest known as Madhuvan, the town known as Mathura. And now Mathura is a place where, you know, uh, the great king, Kamsa, if you remember, takes over in the next generation. Being forsaken by her husband, Sita Devi entrusted the two sons to the care of Valmiki Muni. Thus, meditating upon the lotus feet of Lord Ramchandra, she entered into the earth. After hearing the news of Mother Sita's entering the earth, the Supreme Personality of Godhead was certainly aggrieved. Although he is the supreme personality of Godhead, upon remembering the exalted qualities of Mother Sita, he could not check his grief in transcendental love. The attraction between man and woman or male and female always exists everywhere, making everyone always fearful. Such feelings are present even among the controllers like Brahma and Lord Shiva and is a cause of fear for them. What to speak of others who are attached to household life in this material world? This is a very important line. You will find that When Sita Devi, she entrusts her young children to Valmiki Muni and she enters the bowels of the earth, which is her mother by the way, Bhudevi is her mother. So Sri Ram is very much aggrieved, he is very disturbed, he doesn't know what to do. So this line which is talking about the attraction between man and woman or male and female always exists everywhere, making everyone always fearful. It is not the attraction which makes fearful It is the attachment which makes fearful The attachment a man has for a woman You know all these great stories if you see In every book that you can read in this planet Earth It's all about attraction between a man and a woman But Also the attachment between them The story of Cleopatra So many people got killed The story of Helen of Troy so many people got killed, think about it, it's, it's always there and it's always going to be there, great great stories like Romeo and Juliet, you know, though they are uh, not the true stories, but still mythical stories, still they exist, Ranja, Shireen Farad, all these are great stories, the attraction between a man and a woman is the root cause of major wars, major distresses, major fights in a family. You know that. It happens in this material world. And this is the attachment. Making everyone always fearful. They are always afraid. The man is afraid that his wife will go somewhere. And the wife is afraid that the man is going to go somewhere. You know that that fear is always there. And the factor called fear exists so much that You know, if your girlfriend, if she goes with somebody else, then there is going to be a major issue. You become like, you know, daddy bidi bada ke, I'm sorry, I'm not talking to Brito, but basically you become like that. Okay. And great stories are written after that. And drinks and all that happens. So can you imagine the destruction also happens because of a man and a woman being in love? attraction that is there not necessarily love such feelings are present even among controllers like brahma and shiva this attraction is not only between humans we are talking about even demigods great demigods like brahma ji, shiva ji and all that boss wow. not only in plain human being so brahma finally he ran after his daughter also what? you understand? Savitri is his wife and uh, Saraswati is his daughter, Brahmaji and Shiva. He destroyed the entire uh, kingdom of, uh, you know, uh, in, in Daksha, Prajapati, if you remember, <laughs> for Sati. And he vowed he's never ever going to get married to anybody in his life again. Yeah, and Parvati comes along and then the entire thing gets disturbed. And I'm sure, you know, the attraction was so strong that in one of the chapters that we were doing, then man becomes a woman. Right? (laughs) And incidentally, Shivji runs after uh, Vishnu also in the form of (laughs) Moini. So, the attraction is always there, whether you like it or not. So, Is the cause of fear to them what to speak of others who are attached to household life in the material world? When the gods themselves are going to be like this, what do you think of the material man and the woman? They are always going to be in the same state. After Mother Sita entered the earth, Lord Ramchandra observed complete celibacy and performed an uninterrupted Agnihotra yajna for 13,000 years. After completing the sacrifice, Lord Ramchandra, whose lotus feet were sometimes pierced by thorns, when he lived in D- Dandakaranya, placed those lotus feet in the heart of those who always think of him. Thus he entered his own abode, the Vaikuntha planet, beyond the Brahma Jyoti. So, we have come to the end of that story. So, let us see what happens after that. Lord Ramchandra's reputation for having killed Ravana with showers of arrows at the request of the demigods, and for having built a bridge over ocean does not constitute the factual glory of the Supreme Personality of God in Lord Ramchandra, Whose spiritual body is always engaged in various pastimes. Lord Ramchandra has no equal or superiority and therefore he has no need to take help from the monkeys to gain victory over Ravana. Now we are doing what is called as a philosophical analysis of this. The, uh, the important uh, portions of Ramchandra's life is this. That first and foremost he killed Ravana. The ten-headed monster, that is number one. Number two, he built a bridge over, you know, India and Lanka, you, see, you know? What exactly are the significance of this? We always think that, oh, that must be a great feat, you know, killing Ravana. My god, he did such great things. And then building a Setu. He could have done it with his own, he can just think like it, ah, and he can make that. Think about it. Why go through this entire process of creating a story? You see, if if he just has to kill Ravana by the wink of his eye, then there would be no story called Ramayana. What? And today we will not have Ramayana dances performed all over the world. Nobody will do. Now, if there was no Setu between Lanka and India, during that time, you know, people used to cross over. Now, how will anything happen? So why did he have to go all the way to, from one end of the world to the other end of the world? Have you ever thought about this? I know we, we never think about this. So we think, you know, these are all mythological stories. Think about it like that. Uh, I'll give you a spiritual answer to that. It's a very strange way of knowing this. Think about it like this. You are born as a small baby, tiny fellow. You go through all your trials and tribulations of life, okay? Then you come to a stage in your life where you become old and then you go through the process of meeting your girlfriends or whoever they are, getting married. I'm not saying that some of you are still very young. I'm just giving an example, okay? So just go by the example. Otherwise, tomorrow, Tata Rav and Chitti will say, no, Guruji, we still haven't, have not come to that part of the story. <laughs> and maybe Pari will also say, don't know. Okay, Brito, toh, I can't say. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not looking at Raj. <laughs> so, anyway, coming back to the story. So, you say, you know, Oh, I have to meet this girl, get married to her, have, have children. And then work uh, my ass off till the end, uh, you know, then I got, uh, what, old and things happen. Why go through all this nonsense? Okay. In the future, I can only request the laboratories. Can you create one baby for me and make him grow? <laughs> you give an order. Order a big fish kilo, Three kilo crab. Get it from Sri Lanka. <laughs> So, it is. Go- is it going to be like that? Why go through the process? The process, that is what is most important. I hope you understood. Killing the Ravana is a process. Building a Setu is a process. So, this entire life of ours, we build things. We go through the process. The process is very, very important to everybody in this life. Okay? Yes. I don't need degrees, I can just go and buy them if I want to. I can go, I can pay money, and I can buy a degree. And there are so many colleges in, in, in this world today. <laughs> uh, there was one recent case where a college, uh, they gave money to the local uh, uh, population in India. This is a medical college in uh, in somewhere in the central India. To so all the villagers, they gave money and they said, "You have to come and sleep in the bed in our in our hospital, which is a, basically a college hospital, you know, medical college hospital, and say that you are a patient over there." You remember Munna by MBBS, like that, exactly like that. So everybody was a patient from the village over there, and they would say, "Oh, I have this problem. Oh, I have that problem," and these people. They brought the students and they said, see, our hospital is full and they had some fake people testing them and saying, oh, oh, this person is suffering from this, that person is suffering from that and this was videotaped and sold to people and students joined over there paying lakhs of rupees, you understand, and getting fake degrees from these kind of colleges. So in America, there was a very big article which said if they are going to do these kind of things where there are no patients actually, the hospital is actually non-existent and people are being taught this kind of nonsense, we don't trust the Indian doctors. This was mentioned in this very big news article that came up. And they had posted these pictures of this hospital along with the patients, which are fake patients actually. There is no such thing. Why go through such lens? We ask ourselves, isn't it? Now you you think about it and tell me. Can I build, now I am building a 100 storey building. Can I start at say 57th floor and go up to 100? And not start from 0, 1, 2, 3, 4. Can I do that? Start from 57, 58, 59, 60, 61. And from 61 straight to 90, 95, 90, 99 and 100. Can I have that? No, you cannot. So the story has to, story, H-T-O-R-E-Y, H-T-O-R-Y, both. Both stories have to start at 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. I cannot have one floor removed. Even in India, we don't have 13th floor sometimes. It goes from 11 to 14. 11, 12, 14. Oh, sir, there is a 13th floor, you are calling it 14 is a different day. But imagine the 13th floor non-existing. That can never happen. Okay, think about it. Just imagine if your two front teeth are not there, how will you look? Right? (laughs) It doesn't sound very funny. Okay, you don't have one eye and this eye is over here. You look like an alien from some outer space, right? That is the reason why it is important to have the story from beginning to the middle to the end correctly in order. Now, many a times we say, you "Now, why did I have to go through that place or this place and go through this hell in my life?" You always crib. Sometimes we say, you "No." Know, Why do I have to go through this particular phase in my life? I don't need this. Sir, you need it. You need it. You don't understand. If that phase is not there, you cannot go ahead. The story doesn't proceed. Got it? So Lord Ramchandra had to build the Setu. Had to kill the Ravana. Alright? And the process was important. It's not Maggie noodle. Hmm. Otherwise, you will have lead in it. Here it is straight away coming to the point illa. You have to come via the roundabout way, story. Right? Why does it happen? The whys and wherefores are a part of the story, the twists that happen. If that doesn't happen, then the next step doesn't come. Got it? If this doesn't happen, then the next step doesn't come. If the next step doesn't happen, then the next step doesn't come like i told you in the previous uh, line also i said if you are not there your great granddaughter who is supposed to be the uh, you know princess of this universe or whoever she is will never come so you better be there no exactly the point so some people they feel you know their life is a complete waste or they look at somebody else and they say look at that fellow he's not doing anything in life he's just a waste he's just lying over there Nobody is waste. Nobody. Absolutely nobody is waste. It's like I said, you know, this the shooter also. is important. He's an important block in the whole scheme of things. Likewise, Ravana is important. Likewise, in the same way, even this Setu is important. So, though Ramchandra was a God Almighty, he need not go through the story. Likewise, you will find that Jesus Christ need not have gone through the whole process of getting crucified. Why should he go through the process? But sir, please understand, if he doesn't get crucified, there is no Jesus on this earth then. The story is important. Even the nail is important. Got it? Everything is important. So let us give due importance to everything in life. Okay? Living in the here and the now is so very important. Right? And going through the process is important. I have told you all many a times the story of Buddha, who was sitting for lunch, you know? And, every, these people, there was some boy who was talking. So, Buddha quietly was eating. And with every, every, you know, morsel that he took, he used to chew it nicely. And then he used to take it inside. So the boy says, This fellow is so slow. Have you seen Buddha? He walks very slowly, talks very slowly, does everything very slowly, slowly, no? Why is he like this? slow motion, So Buddha explains to him, Being in the here and the now is so very important. Right? It's important to see, watch, use your senses, and understand what you are eating. Otherwise you will have a rat inside. You saw the rat or no? In KFC. Ah, <laughs> there, there was a deep fried rat in KFC. Nicely coated. Alright. And uh, he made a case or something like that. I don't know. So, think about it. Otherwise you will eat a rat. So better be in that place, you know, in that thali, what you are eating. Right? So being in the here and the now is also very important. So even putting that one stone in the middle of the setu is extremely important. Imagine one stone is missing, what will happen? All the stones are floating, you know na? Have you ever been to uh, that place? Uh, Rameshwaram? You will find that all the stones over there are actually floating on water. They are huge stones. Okay? These stones are uh, basically the rock which comes from uh, uh, these uh, vol- volcanic, it is porous and it is floating on water, it is very strange phenomena. In a volcanic, uh, you have seen that pumice stone type of a thing, you know, this snow you is very light actually, but a person can walk over it. So, I mean, if you actually believe this story, then that story is also true, think about it. Imagine a piece of the uh, that entire thing is missing. Then what happens? Then how do you do? You need a uh, ferry ride, you know, from one end to the other. You know, ferry ride, Staten Islands. Otherwise, how to go and see the lady? Yes, no. Those who have gone to New York will tell you better. Ellis Island. Ellis huh? Island. sorry, ah, my Staten. Bola. Ellis. So, like that, it is important. So, understand, give importance to everything in this world. Don't just say, you know, that No chalta hai attitude here. Alright. Lord Ramchandra's spotless name and fame, which vanquished all sinful reactions, are celebrated in all directions, like the ornamental cloth of the victorious elephants that conquer all directions. Great saintly persons like Markandeya Rishi still glorify his characteristics in the assemblies of the great emperor, like Maharaj Yudhishthir. Similarly, all the saintly kings and all the demigods, including Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma, worship the Lord by bowing down to with their helmets. Let me offer my obeisance unto the lotus feet. So, we are now coming to the end of this. Lord Ramchandra returned to his abode, to which Bhakti Yoga is promoted. None of the other Yogas are promoted in in the domains of Goloka, by the way. Okay. You can't go to Goloka with uh, Jnana Yoga. No. No entry. Go back to earth and get a bhakti yoga ka certificate and come please. <laughs> Understood? So, if you become a Nyani or you become a karma yogi, then no entry over there. Alright. This is a place to which all the inhabitants of Ayodhya went after they served the lord in his manifest pastime by offering him obeisance, touching his lotus feet, fully observing him as the father like king, sitting or lying down, with him, like equals, or even just accompanying him. O King Parikshit, anyone who orally receives this narration consisting concerning the characteristics of Lord Ramchandra's pastimes will be ultimately be freed from the disease of envy and thus be liberated from the bondage of fruitive activities. Maharaj Parikshit inquired from Sukadeva Goswami, how did the Lord conduct himself, and how did he behave in relationship with his brothers? Who was the expansions of his own self, and how did the brothers and the inhabitants? Ayodhya, treat him. Sukhdeva Goswami re- replied, After accepting the throne of the government of the fervent request of his younger brother Bharata, Lord Ramchandra ordered his younger brother to go out and conquer the entire world. While he personally remained in the capital to give audience to all the citizens and residents of the palace and supervise the governmental activities with his other assistants. So, after going to the jungle, coming back, fighting for his wife and killing the beast called Ravana, he came back, took over the kingdom And now he has become a king and he is supposed to do what he is supposed to do. That is his duty. His duty is towards the kingdom. So he is performing the duty. During the reign of Lord Ramchandra, the streets of the capital Ayodhya were sprinkled with perfume water and drops of perfume liquor thrown about by elephants from their trunks. When the citizens saw the Lord personally supervising the affairs of the city in such opulence, they appreciated the opulence very much. So, the trunks of the elephants were throwing liquor also. He didn't know that. So all the bars should have trunks and then, (laughs) funny doesn't it sound? But basically it is talking about all the opulences, all the richness, all the beauty of the place was shown. The palace, the palace gates, the assembly houses, the platforms for meeting places, the temples, all such places were decorated with golden water pots and bedecked with various types of flags. Whenever Lord Ramchandra visited, auspicious welcome gates were constructed with banana trees and betel nut trees. Full of flowers and fruits, the gates were decorated with various flags, made of wonderful colorful cloth, and with tapestries, mirrors and garlands. So, he became a head of the country and he used to visit different different places where wherever he went there were some very big ceremonies happening. Whenever Lord Ramchandra visited, the people approached him with paraphernalia of worship and begged the Lord's blessing. O oh Lord, they said, as you are rescued the earth from the bottom of the sea in your incarnation of the boar, may you now maintain us. Thus we beg your blessings. Thereafter, not having seen the Lord for a long time, the citizens, both men and women, being very eager to see him, left their homes and got up to the roof of the palaces. Being incompletely satiated with feeling the face, seeing the face of the lotus-eyed Lord Ramchandra, they showered flowers upon him. They have not seen him for a very long time. No, that is the reason why. Thereafter, Lord Ramchandra entered the palace of his forefathers. Within the palace were various treasures and valuables. wardrobes. The sitting palace is a place of the two sides of the entrance door was made of coral. The yards were surrounded by pillars of Vaidhuryamani. The floor was made of highly polished Markatamani and the foundation was made of marble. The entire palace was decorated with flags and garlands and bedecked with valuable stones. Shining in celestial effulgence, the palace was fully decorated with pearls and surrounded by lamps and incense. The men and the women within the palace all resembled demigods and were decorated with various ornaments which seemed beautiful because of being placed on their bodies. Lord Ramchandra, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, chief of the best learned scholars, resided in that place, palace, with his pleasure potency, Mother Sita, and enjoyed complete peace. This is basically what happened during that particular reign. That is what is mentioned over there. Without transgressing the religious principles, Lord Ramchandra, whose lotus feet was worshipped by devotees in meditation, enjoyed all the paraphernalia of transcendental pleasure for as long as needed. So, we have come to the end of chapter 11, Canto 9, Lord Ramchandra Rules the World. Alright? So we can stop our thing over here